Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 7, you will hear stories from our 8th collection, Lost and Found. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. This story is read by the author. Black Dome Reprise by Ken Shamley We don't maintain that trail anymore, the ranger said, handing the topo map back to me. There hasn't been a crew down there in a couple of years. Our disappointment must have shown because he added, It's too far down the mountain, too steep and badly overgrown. My brother and I were in the office at Mount Mitchell State Park in July 1969 asking about Mitchell Falls, a remote site on the western slope of the highest peak in eastern America. The ranger's answer explained why we had not found any trailhead. His caution, though, was a siren call, an unintended challenge to two former Boy Scouts. Thanking the ranger, we returned to our car, map in hand. We looked at each other and agreed, we are definitely doing that hike. We had visited Mount Mitchell before to hike or tent camp, and we had walked the short path from the parking lot to the summit. At the base of the stone and concrete observation tower was a simple grave surrounded by iron fencing, the final resting place of Dr. Elisha Mitchell, the professor who measured the Black Mountains in the mid-1800s and determined they were the highest in the Appalachians. The story's tragic ending is well known. Mitchell's scientific rival, Thomas Klingman, thought the Great Smokies were higher, and to solidify his findings, Dr. Mitchell, one evening in June 1857, was ascending rugged Black Dome, as the mountain was called then. He fell over a waterfall and drowned. Despite the ranger's warning, this familiar story pulled us toward the woods. Pocketing the topo map and following the ranger's reluctant tip on where to start, we hiked into the balsam fir forest that always smelled like Christmas to me. If we had taken time to count the compressed contour lines, we would have seen that Mitchell Falls was over 2,000 feet lower than the summit and not a great distance away across the quadrant. That meant steep down and steep back. Soon enough, the sketchy trail became little more than ferns and evergreen shoots. We continued, partly guessing our way through the close canopy of laurel and rhododendron, which offered shade, but no relief from midsummer heat and humidity. With soaked shirts, melted candy, and nearly empty canteens, we were bug magnets in fading light. During one of our increasingly frequent rest stops, we surveyed the surrounding forest, unable to see more than a few yards. If we had been on a remnant trail earlier, clearly we no longer were. We were not ones to quit a hike, but the approaching darkness and our lack of confident direction forced the issue. No way we can retrace how we got here, my brother said. Agreed. We looked at each other and nodded. We knew the road through the state park ran along the western side of Mount Mitchell as it angled toward the summit. 
If we headed constantly uphill, we would eventually cross the road and could walk to the campground. Going straight up would also be the shortest way, but definitely not the easiest. Our flashlights did not last long in our upward toil over roots, sharp rocks, deadfall, and slippery moss. I tried to put surprised snakes and night-roaming spiders out of my head. Gravity was our guide, as we could see nothing in the tangle of limbs and leaves so dense it blocked moonlight. Wicked snarls that old mountaineers called heath hells. We were not hiking, but pulling and crawling, as the terrain was too steep and the headroom too low. For several hours we dragged and kneed and elbowed our way uphill, until at last we heard the whoosh of a car and saw a streak of headlights through the trees. In a few minutes, we collapsed on cool grass beside the pavement, thanking the stars that were then visible. It was not our finest hour as young explorers, but we had not panicked once certain we were lost. We had survived, scratched up and exhausted, yes, but unhurt and relieved no rescue party was involved. The next summer, spurred by a gnawing sense of failure and stubborn determination, we undertook the Mitchell Falls Trail again, this time starting much earlier in the day, packing more water and snacks, and now a bit wiser thanks to remembered wrong turns and better map study. We found the falls and the quiet pool where Dr. Mitchell died. As we munched our apples and peanuts in that gloomy spot, I imagined it looked much the same as it had 112 years earlier when a resolute geologist minister ventured there with the certainty of his conviction and a single fact to prove. Sadly, he lost his life, but Elisha Mitchell's name is forever fixed to the woods and the wind of the tallest mountain east of the Mississippi River. Copyright 2023, Kenneth Shamley. Kenneth Shamley's stories have appeared in four previous personal story publishing project collections and his poems have appeared in the North Carolina Literary Review, Tar Heel Poetry, Cold Mountain Review, Pine Song, Cackalack, and many other places. His latest poetry collections are If Not These Things, Kelsey Books, and The Best Material for the Artist in the World, a poetic biography of 19th century American landscape painter Albert Beristadt, Stephen F. Austin University Press. Ken is Emeritus Professor of English at Brevard College in North Carolina and holds a Ph.D. from the University of North Carolina Greensboro. He is currently serving as one of the 2022-23 Gilbert Chapel Distinguished Poets for the North Carolina Poetry Society. Learn more at KennethShamley.com. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of 6-Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the eight anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.